Hey, everybody, welcome back or welcome to the hashtag anxiety podcast. I am Cassie Gobb here with the amazing Lola B. Hi, everybody. Thanks for being here. We are so excited about today's episode because we are going to be talking about the positives of having anxiety. But before we get into it, our disclaimers, we swear sometimes and neither Lola B nor myself are a licensed clinician. So if you find that you need some extra support, please reach out and get whatever support you need. Yes, I'm excited about today's episode because when we first threw the topic out to each other, or you threw it to me, I guess, I was like, yeah, are there really, are there really perks? But there totally are. So I'm excited to talk about it. So I think you should go first. You should throw out the first one. I had a very similar reaction. The first person who really brought it up was Dr. Hawkins in our episode chatting with her. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. She's amazing. Um, And she had said that, you know, her anxiety makes her a really great employee. And I would have to agree with that. I think my anxiety and my OCD make me an amazing employee. I'm super detail-oriented. I have ruminated and obsessed about everything, every project. uh, And I think that it helps make me a really good employee. I completely agree. And I, that was on my list as well. And it, it not only does it make me a great employee and I get shit done, like I, I have a list and I like lists and I like to cross things off and, you know, I, I like to have it done with quality and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but also, um, I'm an employee who's loyal and stays right. Like my anxiety, my anxiety is like, no, no, you don't need a new job. You're fine where you are. And, and 90% of the time that is accurate. And, and every once in a while, I've probably, you know, I've been in, I've been employed for a very long time and my current employment, I've been there 14 years. So, you know, that's, I mean, I stay for a long time. So if you hire me, then you really have difficulty getting rid of me because I don't like change and I'm going to stick around and God willing, it's a great, situation and which is is currently the case for me I love where I work it's awesome so I'm happy to stay um but just know that you know those of us who have a little bit of anxiety we, it, it, I guess it could go either way it could you could totally bail because we've talked about that before right where you're just like the anxiety is too much and I am out or maybe the anxiety is more about yeah I don't I don't want to change I'm okay I'll, I'll figure it out I'll make it work so I think it can go either way I think it applies to friendships too, because when I find like the good ones, I'm like, oh, you never are going to get rid of me. You're going to be friends forever. Just try to leave because now we're, we're like bonded. Right. Now I stalk you. I stalk you online. I want to know where you are. Maybe that's not quite how it goes for me, but still I agree. It's like, we hold on tight. We talked about before that we have tender hearts. And so we do. So we don't want to get our hearts broken. We're, we're harm avoidant. We're that turtle that Dr. Hawkins talked about. So we go inside our shell and we just want a few people in there with us who we, who we trust and love. And, um, but man, we'll love you with our whole hearts. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Uh, I was Googling right before we hopped on to do this episode because I thought, well, my list is pretty short. I better find a few more things. And I came across an article on Talkspace written by, I'm going to mess up her name, um, Raina Gattuso, G-A-T-T-U-S-O. Okay. In there, it says, research shows that people with anxiety are better at responding to threats than people without anxiety. I also think that is a benefit of having anxiety, mostly because I am hyper vigilant as a coping skill of dealing with anxiety and just 
my own ongoing trust issues of everything right. and everyone. But I am always hyper vigilant about the surrounding I'm in, the setting I'm in, yeah. what possibly could go wrong. We've talked about my love for true crime. Anytime I walk into a situation, I have probably come up with about 400 scenarios of how somebody would kill us in that exact moment. And I am prepared for all of those things. That's so I, awesome. I think it's it's exhausting in one hand, but I also think it's a benefit. Like I am yeah. ready for anything. Those of us who have anxiety, I think we're going to last longer in a zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. I totally do. We're going to have already thought about all of those scenarios and how we're going to get out of it. Like you said, I, I just feel like we're, we're extra prepared. And I feel like, you know, it's going to be really hard to break into my house. It, it, like it is, it's not impossible, but it's going to be more difficult than it is for maybe your average citizen. Like, you know, things are locked up tight when I go to bed. And even when I'm not in bed, they're locked up tight. So, you know, there are things I think that are great for those of us who have anxiety. You know, we, you know, the fact that, like you said before, the fact that you check the stove, your house is not going to burn down. Not ever. If Cassie's missing, I know it's not because the house is burned down. You know, it, it's, it's because she's, She's, I don't know, maybe the true crime has gone a little too far and she's out <laughs> trying to find somebody who committed a crime. I don't know. I'm teasing. But nonetheless, I agree. You know, again, we're harm avoidant and careful and we go slowly through life, some of us, to make sure that things are just so and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I also agree with what you said uh, in terms of you're a very hard worker with anxiety what am I trying to say? Um, reliable. Yes. That is the word I was searching for. Um, but I, and I think that that creates a sense of safety for your employers, for your friends, for all of that. And it's another huge benefit. Right. For sure. I agree. And, you know, and I think that in a general way, that's true. I also think there are those of us um, whose anxiety shows itself a little differently. And especially when they're maybe younger or earlier in their anxiety journey, so to speak, um, that it's easier to bail out. And sometimes they're not a great employee until they kind of get their feet under them and figure out how, what that looks like and how to, to stay in it when it gets hard. And, you know, some employer situations you should leave, you know, I'm not advocating for that, but I think especially those who are maybe a, a little younger than we are and haven't had as much experience, it's a little bit, um, they can be sometimes quicker to jump out before they can settle in. And, you know, that just takes a little bit of maturity and time and, you know, mm -hmm. kind of seeing your anxiety as something that can work for you and make you a really great productive employee. Um, and, but also you know, keep an eye on not just bailing out when it's difficult. Cause that's, that's for me, that's my first reaction. Like get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Right. Like when I went to the, to the doctor for, for the clinical trials, I get out, get out, get out. So, but it's taken time for me to, to figure out how to kind of calm that voice and shut down that chatter and sit in the moment and, and kind of breathe through it. So it, it takes a little bit of practice for that, for sure. I think one of the other benefits, once you get to that point of being able to not just bail and sit with things for a little bit, you really get to experience how anxiety helps you to be a critical thinker because you are looking at everything from 9 million different directions. And I feel like myself and all of the people I know with anxiety, when they make a decision, it is a solid decision. And that doesn't mean you're not going to ever change your mind or it's not going to work out exactly how you thought, but you have put so much effort into making that decision and thinking about things really critically that 
um, more so than anybody who doesn't have anxiety. That's a cool concept. I never thought of it that way. I think I never, I, yeah, I never thought of, of critical thinking as um, a perk to anxiety, but it totally is. Yeah. I was going to say, and it, I think it ties into that, that I am awesome to have on the front end of a vacation. Like if we're ready to go to the airport, nobody's forgetting their passport or their ID. Everybody's got cash in their pocket to tip the whoever. Uh, we are a good two and a half hours, if not more, at the airport in advance. We're not going to feel bad about it because we're going to have breakfast there and it's going to be great. I mean, even when my kids were little, little, we made that fun. I tried to make that fun. So, you know, because I recognize that it can be annoying when you've said twice, okay, are you sure you have your ID? So I'm better at that now. I only ask the one time. I mean, I check my own ID like 12 times, but I don't say to the people I'm traveling with, do you have your ID? More than one time. And I only say that to my own kids. So, and then I try to, once I get to the vacation, then I try to relax and not be the person who's bugging everybody and scheduled and we got to be here and got to be there and you know and I because I used to be and I think I can tend to head in that direction like okay let's let's plan it out let's get it scheduled when are we headed to the beach you know like oh my gosh nobody wants that on vacation so I that's why I said the front end I can be really effective on the front end and then I try to let it go until it's time to get ready to go home and then Hey, let's get our bags packed and, you know, let, do you have your ID? And, you know, we, we start all over again, but it can be a good thing. I agree. I'm an expert planner. We're never going to be late for vacation. As a matter of fact, I'm such a planner that the day before the man was leaving to go on an international trip, this was right before COVID, um, he realized that his passport had gotten stolen with oh. his wallet that he just didn't notice. It was gone the day um, before girl I would oh. I would have lost my mind but because of anxiety I was able to again hyper focus and be like well this is what you need to do research right. it figure out how do you get an emergency passport he did wow. have to schmooze the guy to get it in time to make his flight because it was the day of that he had his appointment but he got a passport same day got on his trip had a great time but wow. I feel like only because of my anxiety. <laughs> well, there's the yin and the yang, right? That we've talked about before. It's like, you know, being with somebody who's exactly like you probably isn't a good idea. Um, and it's great when you offset each other and he's probably calm as a cucumber and it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And yeah. you're hustling around getting it done. And then of course it turns out to be fine because you hustled around and got it done. So I have enough anxiety for all of us, I've decided. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but there well, are you... really some perks to it, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I, you know, I was, I was thinking about it, you know, those of us who, who have anxiety, I think we, well, let me, let me start over. I just want to say those who think they can leverage our anxiety for their gain, don't mistake my anxiety for weakness. It is not a weakness. It is my fucking superpower. It is, it is where I live and it's what I'm good at. And I, I've honed my skills. And if you come for me, I'm going to, I'm going to ground my feet. I'm going to push them into the floor as hard as I can. I'm going to stand up my entire five feet, two inch 
body and I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to be rubbing the shit out of the worry stone in my pocket, but I am going to stand there and speak my truth. And so don't come for me. Now, am I going to ruminate about it for three days afterwards? Absolutely. But I, I will not let others exploit my anxiety for their benefit. It's, that's, not, that's not who I am and it's not gonna happen. And if those people who are listening, if, if you're new in the using anxiety to your benefit, to your own benefit, like, like finding your truth in anxiety, man, it comes. I promise it will come. The stronger you get in, in speaking your truth and not letting people take advantage of you. And the more you say to yourself, my anxiety is not a weakness, it's my superpower. It really can benefit your life. I think that's all for part one on perks of anxiety. Make sure to tune in next week as we chat more about anxiety as our superpower with part two. See you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on Instagram at hashtag anxiety podcast. Hashtag is spelled out. And you can find me Lola B at rrlolab.com. And you can find me at coach with Cassie or at CassieGob.com. We'll see you next week.